Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm going to skip today's intro, I just kind of want to chat. I haven't done a podcast in, geez, I think it's been about a month. Last podcast episode I was talking about coming off birth control and my experience and obviously still relevant but things have changed a little bit. I actually just got my period this morning and I will do an update in a couple months on coming off birth control, what's changed, all of that. But I am currently sitting in my childhood bedroom. I have been traveling for about a week now. My younger sister graduated college, so shout out to her. I don't think she's listening to this, but either way, I'm very proud of her. It's very it's very strange to see your younger sibling like reach such a milestone that signifies that not only is that like a huge accomplishment, but she's getting older and it's making me feel really reflective. And um, she graduated from the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City. So I was there for four days and now I'm home um, in Cleveland for a few days. Uh, I head back to Denver tomorrow and then it's time to pick up and head out on a month long road trip with Tristan. So I'm feeling a little all over the place, as you can probably tell by the minute and 30 seconds I've been talking. I've just listed so much information for you to take in, Um, but I don't really have a plan for this episode. I don't know how long it will be, but I just kind of want to talk, share my thoughts, what's been going on, why I haven't podcasted, um, other things I've been thinking about and going through, and... Yeah, I don't know. Don't have an outline, don't have a plan, so enjoy the ride. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what I really want to cover in all of this. There's a lot of things that have happened since I last chatted with you, so we'll see what I can fill you in on and what I forget to mention. Um, But first and foremost, I wanted to talk about why I haven't made an episode in a month, and it's not because I don't want to give you guys content and information and my thoughts. It's just been kind of a mental battle. I haven't really felt inspired to record, first and foremost. It hasn't been something that I feel like I have a really good thought or idea or I feel passionate enough to to talk about something, and I don't want to just say things for the sake of saying things and post content for the sake of posting it. I want it to be meaningful, not only to me, but for you as well. Also, one second, I'm going to shut my window. I thought it would be nice for you to hear the birds chirping in the back, but my neighbor just started mowing their lawn, so we need to close the window. So yeah, I guess the short answer to why I haven't been podcasting is just because I haven't had the inspiration to do so, and life has been kind of weird. Not weird, but I'm just in one of those phases where it's really hard to put into words what I'm going through right now, because I'm like kind of in the thick of it and in a couple months from now I'll be able to reflect and articulate my thoughts, feelings, experience, growth, all of those things much better than I can right now because, and I'm sh- I don't know if I'm explaining this well, but I know that everyone feels this way. Like we all have those moments where you can feel that there's a change happening, there's a shift happening in your life, whether it be like a physical shift, like you're moving, you're going through a breakup, you got a new job, like those are all physical things happening to us, but sometimes it's just internal and it's how you're processing the world and how your perspective is shifting and I'm definitely in that kind of season right now personally. I think that's kind of why I'm lacking the inspiration because it's, I'm having a hard time putting into words what I'm feeling right now and what I'm learning. So I'll try to 
do my best with that, but it's just been a bit of a challenge. And the other reason I haven't been podcasting is because I'm not inspired. I think I'm being a little bit too lenient with myself sometimes in the sense that I'm like, oh, if I don't feel like filming that video, recording that or sharing this about my day, like that's fine. I don't have to. And yeah, in certain moments that's true, but I almost take it to an extreme where I won't be on my phone for a few days and like here and there that's okay, but when I'm making it a habit where I'm like not doing any work at all three days a week, that's not a good habit and not something I really want to do. Also, I'm sorry, I shut my window. I hope that this lawnmower isn't too loud. Um, hopefully he goes to the backyard soon, but I don't know how loud this thing picks up or if I'm, you know, talking over it, but you might hear a low humming in the back. Um, but we're not going to let the lawnmower distract us anymore or distract me from my train of thought. I just am a little bit too lenient with myself and I definitely recognize that the last month I've just kind of been like in all areas of my life. I'm lenient with my work, with how I keep my environment and like the space around me, like my apartment. I don't want to say it's messy. It just seems like there's a lot of stuff piling up everywhere and I'm having a hard time feeling organized and I've definitely been more lenient with my diet and my exercise and it's it has its time and place but when you're consistently doing it day after day after day the redundancy of it uh, kind of makes me feel like it it morphs from being lenient with myself to feeling like lazy and like I'm not taking the best care of myself that I know that I can so I I I'm trying to be more mindful of that and it's also been hard because this week I felt a really big push to kind of get back on back on track and not back on track but kind of back in the groove of things but I'm traveling and I really even haven't had the time to sit down and work until now because I've been spending time with my family. I don't get to see my parents that often anymore. My grandparents are coming over for dinner tonight and I'm so excited and I want to see my friends while I'm home. And when I was in New York, you know, my sister's graduating college. It's all about her. We're celebrating her achievements and accomplishments and trying to be present with my family, which means staying off my phone, which means not getting work done. Um, so it's just been kind of a cycle and I definitely know that how I do my work is going to change in the next month as well because we'll be traveling and I can't take a full month off of work and I can't take a full month off of making content, nor do I want to. I'm like super excited. I plan to, if, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast yet, so let me fill you in quickly and briefly. Um, Tristan and I are going on a road trip beginning of June through the end of the month and we are going to a bunch of different places. We're basically going north and then west down through Northern California and back to um, Denver. I don't want to give away all the spots because I plan to make a lot of content both on TikTok and YouTube. I'm planning to film a YouTube video for each state that we're in. I got a GoPro, like it's going to be sick and I'm so excited. But working on the road isn't something that I'm great at. I do love my job because it allows me to travel and still get stuff done. But I do find when I'm traveling, I do a lot less work than when I'm at home naturally because I'm in a new place. I want to explore. There's things to be done, but there's going to be a lot of video and like content editing to be done while I'm on the road. I can't just like pause everything and post when I get home. I mean, I guess hypothetically I could, but I don't want to, nor like it's just more work than it's worth. So it's going to require me to, you know, try something new, approach work in a different way and try to juggle it um, in a way that serves me for that little quick season of 
my life or of my summer. Quick summer trip, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, I just have been kind of all over the place with my mindset and how I've been approaching content and just like what I want to share online and how I want to deliver it and the platforms that I want to use. If you haven't noticed, I have been kind of quiet on Instagram. I've been talking a lot more on all my social platforms. Um, I really have been enjoying like talking on my Instagram stories and I have fallen in love with TikTok in the last month. I, I kind of hate to say it because I was pretty anti-TikTok before. I was like, no, this is my one social media platform because social media is how I make money. This is my one social media platform I get to enjoy without having to worry about, you know, having a following and like what that, what comes with all of that. Uh, but I don't know. I've just been really enjoying the video editing process recently, especially short form content. And it's just been fun. So I've been pretty active on TikTok. So if you don't already follow me, here's my little plug to tell you to follow me. It's same as all my other social platforms, NatBeFit, except Fit also has two T's. So N-A-T-T-B-F-I-T-T. And you can find me over there. I'm really enjoying TikTok and I foresee myself to continue to be just as active, if not more, throughout the summer as we're on this road trip. Kind of sharing the day today, making cool video edits, maybe doing a few travel guides for all the places we stay. And I'm just really excited. I think it's going to be a super cool experience, not only for Tristan and I to have together, but individually. I think it'll be really great for content, switching it up. I haven't done a big trip like this in a while. And a year or so, like more like two years ago. About two years ago, I really fell in love with traveling and having super cool experiences, enjoying nature and exploring and trying new things. And that's what this trip is all about. So I'm very excited. And if you don't follow me on my social platforms, you definitely should if you want to see more of that. And I do plan to podcast while we're out there. I've just been kind of talking myself out of podcasting before I even start and that's one of my really bad habits that like I will talk myself out of something before I even try and that is just kind of like a lost opportunity for me. I'm missing out on something that could have been a great experience or could have been a great perspective to share whatever and I need to stop doing that and I'm owning up to it and it's something that I find myself repeating time after time not all the time but it's a good signal for me to pick up on that I am starting to self-sabotage and it probably happens once every three to six months I get in the habit of doing this in all aspects of my life just like the leniency thing, I think this kind of goes hand in hand with it. I get lenient on myself and then I talk myself out of doing things because I'm turning that leniency into laziness and I gotta stop doing that. So that's kind of where I've been, what I've been up to, how I've been, and also a quick peek into what I will be up to in the next month or so. Something that I touched on couple minutes ago was the fact that I've been taking a couple days, day, two, three days at a time off my phone like more regularly than I usually do. I think we all deserve a break from our phone, especially if we can identify it as one of our triggers for feeling anxious, overwhelmed, comparing yourself, feeling jealous, feeling down about yourself, fill in the blank, whatever it is for you. If you are feeling kind of triggered by your phone in that way, maybe it's a sign. You can put it down for a day, two days, and it doesn't mean you have to turn it off and put it in a drawer, but maybe delete your social media apps off your phone, put it on do not disturb, don't be checking it, put it in another room. There are a lot of options and ways to go about it, but something that I've noticed in that time is that I don't get inspiration from my phone. 
I don't see something online and maybe here and there I see something and I'm like, oh, that was cute. I'd like to use that sound to make a video or I thought that was a cute place to take pictures or a cute outfit she put together. But I don't think that that's true, real inspiration. And I've noticed that when I'm not spending so much time scrolling on my phone, when I'm being more present with where my feet are and with what's in front of me and with what I am experiencing in that moment in my real life, not on a screen, but in front of me, I notice that I'm much more inspired not only to like make content and I know that that's not something that everyone relates to that is pretty specific to my job but I feel more inspired to have thought-provoking conversations with people. I want to talk about things that I think about and not things that I just saw on my phone that I am regurgitating from my memory like hey did you see this video on TikTok or hey I learned this thing on TikTok hey, you should watch this video, or I read this thing online. Like, it's really nice to have conversations with people about things that exist outside of your phone. And don't get me wrong, I think phones are great. I think social media is great. It's a wonderful way to connect with millions of people around the world, to see things that you wouldn't see otherwise, to be exposed to ideas and thoughts and cultures and whatever it may be in ways. Like, it's just more, it makes the world more accessible to the majority of people and I think that's a great beautiful thing but I also think that it can really distract us from where we are and where our feet are in that moment and who's around us and who we're sharing time and company and space with and I've noticed that on the day or a few days that I choose to not be on my phone I feel more embodied in myself, more embodied within my environment, and I just feel more present. And I know what I'm saying is not like revolutionary, never been done before, but it's been a big reminder in my life lately to slow down, put my phone down, and see what's around me. And not only does it make me feel more alive and more present, but it also helps shift my mind away from producing things all the time and the mindset of productivity like how many videos did I produce today how much content did I put out how many positive responses did I get how many people did I connect with fill in the blank for whatever it is your job is or if you're in school like how many assignments did I get done today did I spend every moment of my day wisely in a way that allowed me to produce the greatest outcome? It's not always about productivity. If you are not living a life that fulfills you, if you are not spending at least some of your time doing things that make you feel fulfilled, you are wasting your time here. And I don't want to say that and sound insensitive, like everyone quit their jobs and go off the grid and do whatever it is that makes you feel fulfilled you can find a balance between the two because I recognize that we live in a society where capitalism is running through our veins in this country and around the world and we have to work. We have to put food in our bellies and we have to make money to sometimes enjoy the things around us. Don't get me wrong, there's a lot of free things to do, but it is no secret to me anymore and I'm sure it's not to most people living this podcast, but it costs them a lot of money to be a living, breathing human on this planet whether you just want to pay for your basic necessities or if you want to live a more lavish materialistic life, either is fine. Whatever applies to you, take it as you will, but it costs money. No matter what, you have to have a job and make money, and I don't like that, (laughs) and I'm sure most people don't enjoy having to go to work every day, but 
that's not really the point. The point is if you're not doing something that fulfills you in those free moments of time that you have when you're not trying to make money, then you are just... Personally, I think that that would be a pretty miserable life. I don't want to tell you that your life is miserable. That's not my place. But I have just noticed that when I'm really focused on being as productive as possible and producing as much as I can, I'm way less happy and I'm way less present. And you have to balance it out with those moments that make you feel fulfilled. For me, that's getting outside. I feel most alive, most embodied, and most present when I am outside in nature and sometimes that is just sitting on my balcony and sometimes that's going on a hike or going to sit by the water or taking my dog to the dog park for a nice long walk or going to watch one of Tristan's baseball games. Being outside makes me feel so good and I really encourage you to take some time after you've listened to this, just some time in your week and think about those things that make you feel most alive and try to make at least a little bit of time for them. Maybe it's coloring or drawing or painting, maybe it's singing, maybe it's being present with your children or your family members or your pets. I also think that just putting my phone down and like playing with Winnie makes me feel so childlike and it's such a beautiful feeling and something I've been trying to make more time to do because that's another thing that makes me feel really alive and present. It's just been a a big reminder to me recently that those are the moments that matter the most and that's when that's like the sweetest part of life is just finding those things that make you feel most yourself, most present and happy and I really it's it used to overwhelm me because I was in when I was in college I was so focused on being productive that if you said that to me back then I don't think I would know how to answer because I didn't spend a lot of time with myself and learning what I liked and what I didn't like and what made me feel that way so if you're listening to me say these things right now and you're like you sound crazy or I'm worried because I don't know what those things are don't stress about it. Just just try different things. Think back to when you were a kid. What were the things that you really liked to spend your time doing? Were you always like performing for your family or were you a little bit more introverted reading books and coloring? For me, I spent so much time outside as a kid. We have a little like ditch. I guess you could call it a creek, but it's very rarely filled with water so more like a ditch behind our house that backs up to the people who live behind us and when we were kids my neighbors and I I would like lead all the younger kids through the backyard and give them a a little we called them nature walks and basically we would just like look at the different flowers and bugs and rocks and all those things that were back there as kids and we would kind of talk about them and look and it makes me laugh to reflect on that because I think that I've really followed that interest and I've definitely strayed away from it. The older you get, the less childlike you get, obviously, and the less we are encouraged to continue those childlike activities that spark our creativity and our joy and our interest and our curiosity in the world. So trying to go back to those little things and it might feel weird at first and it's not something that you have to do alone you could do it with a friend you could sign up for a club if you really liked sports when you were a kid maybe look into your city's intramural leagues and that was a big thing in college I never really participated but my old roommate did and now that she's 
graduated and moved to a different city, she has joined a ton of intramural teams. She plays basketball. She does, I think she's doing like table tennis or maybe badminton. I think it's badminton and just like fun different things. I've also been golfing a lot recently, which has been really fun and a really great way to stay off my phone because, you know, it's a lot. You spend a lot of time out on that course if you're playing nine or 18 holes or even just going to the driving range it's a fun way to be present and I love going by myself and I also love going with Tristan or with a friend because it's a nice time to just be in a relaxed environment you can catch up talk see what's going on with the other person and just really connect and all of these things I've been doing without my phone in front of my face and it's just been a nice experience so I highly encourage you all to Take some time in the next week or in the next month. Summer is a great time of year to be thinking about these things because the weather's nicer if you want to be outside. None of these activities have to be done outside, but I like that summer gives you the option to go outside. Like if you want to paint or draw, you can go sit on your patio and do that or go sit at a park and do that and just be outside and enjoy the beauty. And I think that if you can take some time to Put your phone in your back pocket and be present and do something that makes you feel fulfilled that it will drastically change the mood of your week, the energy that you are carrying with you throughout the day and just give it a try and report back to me with how you're feeling about it because it's been such a saving grace for me this last month but I also encourage you to be a little bit mindful and try to find a balance between doing the things that make you feel fulfilled and also tending to your responsibilities and your priorities. I think I've tipped the scales a little bit too far to one side and have been really focusing on those things that make me feel fulfilled and joyful and not making time for my responsibilities and staying on top of my tasks, which I am not like super far behind. I'm not going to beat myself up about it too much, but it's something I've become very aware of recently. So it's kind of in the forefront of my mind and I have to shift my approach to how I'm going to, you know, go about my day when I get back home tomorrow and I just have to find a new balance there. So always staying mindful about how you are treating yourself, how it's making you feel, how you're spending your time and how it's making you feel. And I used to think... This is kind of unrelated and kind of related, and I just want to throw it in there. But I used to think that being sensitive was the worst thing ever. I hated that I was sensitive because I would just feel all of my emotions so strongly that it literally felt like they were taking over my body. Like if I was happy, like my highs were so high, but my lows were so, so, so low. And it was really hard for me, but the older I get and I... I know this to be true, but there are certain things that I experience that just affirm it even more for me that being sensitive isn't a bad thing because it makes me so in tune with myself and what's going on around me. And I'm not going to throw around the word empath because I think it's a buzzword. I think it's overused. I think it's misinterpreted. That's not what I mean by this. I'm saying my own physical emotions. Like I can feel into what my body needs now for a workout, for what I need to eat that day. Like what kind of, what are my energy levels? How can I support myself? I can literally feel like what movement is going to be best for my body today based on what it's telling me. And I can really feel like my energy levels in terms of 
what I'm putting into my body and what I'm spending my time doing and how it makes me feel. And I think that that comes with being a sensitive person that because I'm sensitive to my emotions and stuff, I'm also sensitive to how I feel and what my energy is, like what I'm carrying around with me. And I've come to realize that that's more of a superpower than it is a weakness. And if you think that you are sensitive or you have been told time and time again that you're so sensitive and that's a word that you really identify with, I challenge you to kind of shift your perspective and see how being sensitive actually supports you and it protects you and it allows you to live your best life. And being sensitive is not a bad thing and feeling your emotions intensely is not a bad thing if you learn how to use it to your benefit. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I would much rather feel so deeply than not at all or have a very dull experience in life. I think it really makes my life richer and more beautiful. And yeah, sometimes the lows are really low, but the more I accept my sensitivity, the more I realize that it's okay to feel low and that any feeling, whether good or bad, positive or negative, is only temporary and that has just been like my greatest lesson and I would say the last few years that my sensitivity is really a superpower and no matter what I'm feeling it's it won't last forever and yeah I think that's all I want to talk about today I'm feeling really satisfied with all of the words and thoughts that just came out of my mouth and I don't want to ramble and just keep repeating myself so I think I'm going to end the podcast here Thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed, please feel free to give this a review on Spotify. You can give a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Share on your stories. Share with your friends and family. It truly means so much. And I promise I will get back on a regular podcast schedule and upload. I'm not going to commit to a certain day a week, but I do want to get one podcast out a week. And I think that being too rigid with myself sometimes backfires because it makes me feel like there are too many confines to me being creative. And sometimes I just need to go with the flow and see what comes out and commit to something, but not be so rigid with how I actually get the product done. And that's going to be my approach for the next few months. So I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for being here. I love you all so much and I will talk to you next time. Bye!